Hello and welcome back to The Working Actor Show. We've got a fantastic one for you today. We're going to be talking all about social media for actors. Ooh, it felt right. It <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It felt like the right moment for an ooh. ooh. It did. Yes, I mean, it's a bit like Marmite, isn't it? Social media for actors. Some people say you should use it. Some people say you should avoid it. So, first of all, let's I believe we do share the same opinion. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on this? I think that social media for actors is a vital tool. Good. I do also you? agree. I do. Yeah. See, look, here's the thing. This is your choice. You get to choose whether you're going to use social media or not as an actor. Totally down to you and listen I mean, you might get incredibly lucky, but the chances of you landing a massive role off social media is fairly slim, unless you have a massive audience already. It's it's not going to be something that lands you a role in a massive Marvel production or a Disney production overnight. It's just, it doesn't happen. But there are absolutely times where it can help you not only land more roles, but also build more connections, establish yourself as your own brand, as your own identity, as your own actor. Uh, And that is really powerful. If you have the tools of the 21st century at your disposal, absolutely use them. You know, they're free and the reach that you get with them is potentially infinite. As long as someone has a phone and an app and an account on that app, you can reach them. And this is the thing, you know, that there's on a casting profile, there is no way on God's green earth I would be telling you to post a selfie. Yeah. Right? But on your social media profile, you can show a really truthful and well-rounded version of you, Mm. of the stuff that you're doing, whether it's acting, in real life. You know, the amount of people that we've spoken to who go, but I don't have enough acting stuff to post on social media. Good. It doesn't have to be all about acting. Yeah. That's what your casting profiles are for. That's where you show what you've done for all of your work. And to be fair, I'm one of those really rubbish people who only really ever posts about acting because it's the mm. only thing I ever really get excited about and Aww. I think about it 24-7. <laughs> I love you too, Piss. Love you too. <laughs> um, but it's it's really important to have a really well-rounded view of yourself on social media. You yeah. know, and, and to if you're going to post on there, mm. post about things that make you happy. Or exactly. if you're not feeling particularly happy and you want to talk about it, yeah. post about it. That's um, okay. Actually, it's kind of like a a super hack to post Mm. about things that are personal to you. Mm. Uh, Obviously, only share as much as you want, but it goes back again to building up know, like, and trust. Again, referencing that episode we did about the the three core pillars of of landing roles through networking, Mm. because the more you share about yourself as a human, the more likely you are to build up that know, like, and trust, because... It goes back to that whole thing uh, that was kind of made famous from job interviews where it's people hire people and mm. people buy from people. So if, if somebody likes who you are and they trust you because you're sharing this stuff and you're, you know, getting yourself out there, then you are more likely to be hired for a role if, if they are looking through social media for actors. And again, it comes back to growing your audience as well. The more truthful you are, more open you are, the more likely you are to grow that audience. Totally. And you know what? I, I don't know about you. I'm seeing more and more directors who, mm. when you send off for a self-tape, are putting their social media either in the application or in their response. And actually, I, there was one particular director who I sent off a self-tape. 
they sent their reply back and they'd put their social media in the bottom. Yeah. I thought, well, they put it there, so I'm going to go and add them. So I did. And then they messaged me and we got into a conversation. And I'm not saying I've landed the role, still waiting to hear. But the fact that there are directors out there that are wanting to make conversations yeah. with the actors that they're potentially going to hire. And actually, I know I said that you're not going to land a massive role from social media, but I mean, you didn't find the uh, listing for this job on social media. You did find it on a casting site. But mm. I know the job you're on about. Mm. And uh, if you if and when you do land it, it is a fairly decent job, is it not? It is in terms of yeah. potentially career defining. Yeah. And the pay is not bad. Yeah. It's, it's really quite nice. Exactly. But we're not saying about this because of the pay and because of the job itself. But we're, we're saying that... It works. It works, you know, and, and having a good, decent connection. And, and this particular director, and mm. I, I think he does do it for a lot of other people as well, which is mm. great, which, you know, is brilliant that there's so many people out there that are getting to connect with someone who has such brilliant ideas. Doesn't necessarily just message regarding his projects. We'll, we'll pop up on stories I post and be like, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. I was on set the other day, I had a little bit of SFX on. And he pops up going, that looks awesome. That looks really mm. cool. And, and to be able to get into conversations with people and actually just chat about them and mm. not just about ourselves. Yeah. Like we were saying with networking, it's super important to be able to discuss both sides of the story. But that really tends to only happen through social media. Yeah, I, I would say I don't think it's an email thing. No, well, that's and this is the thing as well. You have so many people out there saying you should only email because it's really professional and that sort of thing. But emailing is is black text on a white background in your Gmail inbox. Like it's so impersonal. It's just generic. It's really difficult to stand out from the crowd when you're emailing, which is another reason why we endorse using social media as an actor because you do get to stand out. You know, it's it's you. It's you know, quick messages, it's it's very personal in terms of the way that messaging goes. And this is the thing, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a book lover, I love yeah. reading, but it doesn't give me the same connection as watching a film does. Exactly. And there's a reason for that. It's because video, you can see every mm. emotion, you can kind of feel the energy a little bit more. Yeah. But I mean, and people may disagree with that. But some people who are avid book lovers will say, well, hang on, no, <laughs> I feel the connection more in a book and that's completely okay. Yeah. But there's a reason that cinema does so well and it's because mm. it is very personal and it's very in-depth. And if you're on your story and you post a video and you're talking, mm. you are more likely to get people feeling connected to you through that. And apart from anything else, it's a better representation of you because yeah. in a picture or in text, mm. words can get misconstrued. But when you're on video, yeah, it's a lot easier to see the intent behind the words that you're saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and that actually leads us on quite nicely to have a bit of a chat about what to actually post because this mm. is something that stops a lot of actors from getting on social media mm. and using it to its fullest extent. It's because they just don't know what to post. Um, and coming up with ideas is very daunting. And we all kind of get that lack of creative enthusiasm sometimes. Yeah. But it's actually, it's not that hard, is it, coming up with ideas to post? I mean, you're very much, uh, you, you embraced TikTok. Uh, it, uh, mm -hmm. Most people would say quite late in the game, actually. But oh, God, you've, yeah. you've done all right from it um, and you have built connections. So what sort of stuff do you post on TikTok, for example? Well, I think it's very important to note that, yes, very late to the game. Mm. And uh, I feel like a dinosaur on there. And I'm 21. <laughs> so... 
it's uh you know <laughs> actually let's 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 just address this uh right now so there's a huge misconception when it comes to tiktok specifically that you have to be 13 years old dancing around doing trends and it's just not the case like you can do that if you want but you don't have to do that if you want to embrace social media as an actor and you want to be on tiktok totally and i think you know there there is an excitement around the acting industry people mm. whether they're in it or not I mean, that's the reason they make behind-the-scenes featurettes and yeah. stuff like that. Because people like to spout facts to other people. Yeah. Oh, did you know that this is how they film that particular scene? Yeah. Did you know that this person had to do this for however many days on set? Mm. People like the industry. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, and I'm in no way TikTok successful. You know, mm. I had a couple of videos that did quite well. But mm. ironically, there weren't a lot to do with acting. Mm. It was maybe one or two. Mm. But... The following isn't necessarily huge. However, the support from some of the people on yeah. there, just by doing live streams. I mean, live streams are ridiculously helpful. Yeah. Um, and essentially, chat about what you want. Yeah. You know, I usually tend to chat about acting and I get questions about acting because mm. that's kind of my brand is, is being, being, being an, an actor. actor. Yeah. Um, however, the support you do get on there, you know, I've, I've made friends with people on there who, honest to God, would like sign up for anything that I do. Yeah. Because they they just they're excited and they like they like the idea of of being an actor. You know, I had someone I met and two days later, like, "Hey, bestie, how are you?" <laughs> you know, they will share any project I'm on. They will, yeah. you know, they're, they're legends. Um, but it's not hard to build those connections on there. I think in terms of posting, just post what makes you feel good. Mm. You know, like I I mean I I am a bit I do like a trend. I'm very late mm. to trends all the time. <laughs> if there's a trend, I'll do it two months later. Um, don't be me. But I think just just trying to relate things to, to what you're passionate about yeah. is really important, especially on TikTok. And this is a really interesting thing as well. You said post what makes you kind of comfortable and happy. Yeah. Something that works really well, and this kind of ties into um, Instagram as well. So to be fair, we tend to recommend the two platforms you use as an actor are Instagram and TikTok. Um, because to be fair, they work in very similar ways. Mm-hmm. TikTok, even though you're kind of a bit late to the game now, it's still relatively new and uh, there's still a, a higher chance of you doing well on it. Um, so, I mean, the best time to start TikTok was two years ago. Second best time is now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's always going to be the best time to start is now. But what you can do, where the platforms are very similar, you can leverage that and use the same content on multiple platforms. So obviously TikTok is all video. And on Instagram, you've got Reels. And obviously, Instagram is massively pushing Reels. So what you can do is grab a copyright-free monologue off the internet and film a self-tape of that, holding your phone in portrait mode. So, you know, it's long ways rather than landscape. <laughs> and uh, yeah, film that self-tape, stick it out as a Reel and use the same video, stick it out on TikTok, kill two birds with one stone, reach two separate audiences. Um, so it's it's a smarter use of your time to do things like that. But the most important reason to do that is, first of all, it gets you comfortable self-taping. And then it also ensures that you're putting out acting content. So if you're one of these people who doesn't necessarily know what to post because you don't have much acting content, posting a self-tape, as long as you have the rights to do so, it's not something that you're auditioning for. It's a copyright-free script that you've found off the internet. Mm. 
you can absolutely post that. And again, if a director, a filmmaker, somebody else comes to look at your profile after you've applied for a job um, and they check you out, they see these self-tapes and they go, oh, okay, wow, okay, yeah, obviously we saw their self-tape for the audition that they did, but we didn't know that they could do X, Y, Z and well as, as well, or we didn't know they could do X, Y, Z in addition to what they've already shown us. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just building that no like and trust. It's reinforcing your your brand and solidifying yourself as the actor that you are. And this is the thing, I think that a lot of people do get the impression that when they use social media to post their acting content, mm. there are a lot of people in the industry who feel like they're selling out. Yeah. They're, they're cheapening their craft. And if you feel that way... You're that's... doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's okay to feel that way, but it's really important to remember that if you're aiming for big things as an actor, a lot of people are going to see your best work and your worst. There are actors out there whose work is ridiculously criticised. And then there's other jobs they do that their work's like, you know, really highly praised. If you're going into this industry and you're wanting to make it big, and I'm not just saying it from a fame perspective, but from a perspective of you're working on big productions that are going to go out somewhere. Mm. And apart from anything else, any production you're working on, you don't know where it's going to go. Like Stranger Things, they did not think it was going to blow up. They thought it would be like a little background Netflix thing. They did not plan for it to blow up the way it did. And I think it's really important to remember that any project that you work on, regardless of its size, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's not going to be a ton of them. Mm. It's not going to be totally 100% likely that your project, your student film project you're working on now is going to blow up. But it is important to remember that anything can happen. It may not be your best work. You're going to be shit sometimes. And you have to be prepared that as an actor, people are going to see that. You know, it's not like a a file or an essay that you do in in school where you can just let the teacher see it and then you don't show anyone else. Yeah. Because the whole point, especially with screen work, is that it's going to go out and people are going to see it and they have the right, I say the right, but they feel they have the right to criticise it. Yeah. And I think social media... You're going to get that sometimes as well. And as long as you're prepared for that and you you have the knowledge that there is the potential for it to go south. But 99% of the time, people don't care. Like, they don't it's care all, enough it's all you, to... It's the only person who cares the most is yourself. Exactly. And, you know, having that reach on there, it's just another way of, of putting yourself mm. out there and getting people to see your work and to see what you do. Um, And as I say, the connections from it are just... They're so, they're so valuable. But... Yeah. um. Something I I wanted to touch upon is the difference between TikTok and Instagram. TikTok is great if you want to get views fast and if you want to essentially put your face out there and be remembered for it. Because the amount of times I'll scroll through TikTok and see a face and be like, I recognise them. They haven't necessarily done big films, but I just recognise them from TikTok or because someone shared their TikTok on Instagram or something. Instagram is better for connections. So get your face out there on TikTok and then get the connections on Instagram. Absolutely. And the the other bits will merge in between. You might get connections on TikTok and post other stuff on Instagram. But let the two merge well because they do work. Yeah. And do you know what? We have a lot of people um, asking us about Twitter as well. And again, totally your choice. But what we tend to find is that Twitter is quite saturated. There's a lot of people on there doing the same thing. Really difficult to stand out. But if you jump on TikTok, you jump on Instagram, much easier to, to kind of claim your space if that makes sense and for the love of all things holy 
Do not get caught in the Twitter feed. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. I get it. There are so many things that are annoying as actors or annoying about the mm. industry. And I get it if it's a case of it's something that's really unjust and it's really wrong. By all means, like, post it wherever. But please, 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 please do not get caught in the trap of posting every single minor inconvenience that has happened to you as an actor on any social media, really. Especially Facebook groups. Especially Facebook groups. Facebook groups and Twitter. Honest to God, they are the killer of actors' careers. Now, we're not, we've said this before, there is no big blacklist book that says never work with this actor again. No one has the time. No one has the time and no one has the energy for it. But because social media is a thing, directors, producers, casting directors, they look people up on social media. And if they go onto your Twitter feed and all they see is that you're moaning about every single person you've ever worked with and every set you've ever been on or every theatre production you've done, they're probably not going to want to work with you. So I get it. It's annoying. Rant to a friend. Come and rant to us. We're not, we're not going to judge. But please, please, for, for your own career's sake, don't mm. rant on social media because people see it. Well, this is it. And it goes back again. People hire people. Exactly. If if people can see that you're a good person on socials, then whether you like it or not, they are more likely to hire you. It's it's just you can't argue with it. It is yeah. a fact. It just is a fact. And genuinely, guys, I know I know people say, Oh yeah, people look this up and people do this, but genuinely, I was speaking to a casting director um a couple of months back, and they genuinely said that they go through Facebook and yeah. look up in certain groups, and I think we yeah, all know the yeah. groups I'm talking about. Yeah. They go through, look in the search bar, look up their name and see what content they've been posting. And yeah. if they're moaning or whinging about stuff, they don't hire them. Because, it, di I mean, divas cost money on set. Well, yeah. uh, it's, they, they make the production go on longer. Mm. They uh, disrupt the kind of team morale. So if, if and it, this is a genuine thing, if, if people in the decision-making process think that you're going to disrupt production by any means, whether it be disrupting morale or making certain uh, shoots last a little bit longer than they should, or cost extra money to the shoot, then they won't hire you. It really is as simple as that. And it's frustrating, but it's it's the, the industry we're in. But speaking of projects, money, mm. films, because let's be fair, when you're starting out in your career or indeed in the middle of your career, you go, you're probably, I'm 99.9% .9 sure that yeah. most of you are going to work on independent films. Yes. So any sort of indie project. Um, and a lot of those projects are crowdfunded. Yes, they are. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's a topic. So, I mean, you, you're very good friends with an actor who has only actually been acting for about just literally just under two years, I think they've been acting. And they're already working full time as an actor. Uh, even they lined up an, uh, an international project as well i think it lost its funding but the fact is they embraced social media very early on in their career built a bit of an audience for themselves there did quite well on especially tiktok and also instagram yeah and because of that now works full-time in independent films yeah and you know what i i hats off because yeah. man it, like the graft is real yeah but yeah he he Blew up on TikTok pretty quickly. Yeah. And I mean, I think it definitely helps that he he does have a certain appeal to a certain audience. Um, <laughs> he's a very good looking man. And um, <clears throat> I think it's uh, it's really important that he he continues that social media 
journey because that is a big part of how and sometimes why he gets his work. Now, I'm not saying that he's not ridiculously talented because he is. Yeah. He is a very talented actor. And I think that that is... Uh, but th- this is the thing. A lot of actors are incredibly talented. You know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a very saturated market. The reason people don't get hired a lot of the time is nothing to do with their talent. Yeah. It's just that other people have unique selling points or certain aspects to yeah. them that are going to work better for a production. But he is an incredibly talented actor and his social media, his, his personal branding and the content he posts, it's just... It, in brutal terms, is shit hot. And people hire him because other people watch his content and go, oh my God, I'd love to see you in a film. And he's like, okay, yeah, cool. That's great. I'm like working on a project with him at the moment. The amount of funding he managed to get in just through literally sitting on a live stream and going, oh yeah, by the way, guys, I'm in this project. If you want to check it out, go and have a look. Yeah. And his following would go, okay, yeah, cool. Like we honestly, he sat on a live stream for an hour and raised over £500 yeah. for the project, which for a micro-budget film yeah. is a lot of money, especially yeah. for just in an hour. Yeah, because, I mean, you've got to think... I mean, what we're trying to say here is that if you use social media properly and you build up a following, you're slightly more likely to get hired by independent films where they're crowdfunding themselves because they can reach a wider audience if you're on board and you'll do some promotion for them as well. And these crowdfunding kind of journeys, projects, they go on for months and months and months mm-hmm. in order to build up the funds for the film. And yeah, to be able to raise 500 quid in an hour is is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But th- this is the thing, you know, whether we like it or not, if you are able to have an audience to talk about the projects you're doing with, it, what you're doing with? <laughs> <laughs> what are words? Um, if you're able to access an audience that you can talk about the projects that you're on yeah. with, it's... It's going to be so much more appealing to directors, whether we like it or not. It's going to be something that sets you apart from the crowd. Yeah. And apart from anything else, it's nice to have that support and yeah. to be able to talk about projects and be passionate about things and have people go, oh my God, yeah, I love that. Mm. And it's not necessarily just about the money, right? Sometimes it's just someone going, wow, this project looks awesome or I'm going to share that with my friend because I feel like it would yeah. relate to them. Now, I definitely want to get this particular person we were just talking about onto a podcast at some point. At some point. I'm yeah, sure they'd yeah. be more than happy. So hopefully we can we can have a few more chats about this at a later date. Just but, to throw it out there as well, yeah. uh, we do also know uh, another actor who does very, very well. And that's solely based on essentially being very good at using their social media and leveraging their social media as well. Mm. They, uh, again, work primarily in the independent film kind of world, but they will fly off to different countries for work, get all these things gifted to them and that sort of thing, because they have a really great audience and they're able to tap into that audience. And uh, not only does it, bring more people in to actually watch the film. But again, it goes back to the, the, the core of the most important part of independent filmmaking, which is raising capital for the project. Exactly. And, you know, it's especially for, you know, and, and we, see, we see it in bigger films as well. Names being put into films, mm. essentially, to get more interest. Yeah. You know, the new film that's that's come out recently, Don't Worry Darling. Yes. Which looks absolutely amazing, by the way. I really want yeah, to go and see I that. Yeah, but it's got Florence Pugh. It's yeah. got Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, there's other very talented people. <laughs> but the, I mean, let's be fair. That's that's exactly the point. Yeah. You remember those two names mm. because you're like, oh my God, it's it's Yelena from Black Widow and it's Harry, it's Styles. Harry Styles. 
and people want to go and see it. Mm. So for bigger projects, it's about raising that money in terms of cinematic release and in terms yeah, yeah. of, you know, people Streams buying and streaming. Yeah, and yeah. But I was about to say buying DVDs. That doesn't happen <laughs> anymore, does it? God. But and in terms of independent film, it's exactly the same. Yeah. If you, you know, there, there's... The only difference is that they can't afford Harry Styles or Florence well, yeah. Pugh. So then they go with someone who they can afford, but can yeah. also bring in uh, a decent chunk of money as well. Exactly. Honestly, the amount of, and, and this is the thing, something I don't think we've mentioned yet. A lot mm. of projects, the way they get their funding in is by hiring people in who people are going to want to see or work with and then selling perks. Yeah. So going, hey, want to come on set and act with this actor for the day or want yeah. a photo signed by this actor or, or whatnot. Yeah. And people do buy it because they, yeah. they want to be involved. They want to get merch or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that is how a lot of independent projects raise their money and kind of exchanging value. I think what is really important is to, yes, appreciate that this does happen on the macro scale as well. Like, you know, mm. you get Dwayne Johnson in because you know he's gonna he's got the biggest following on Instagram. He's, he's going to mm. bring people in and promote the film and et cetera. Uh, you get Harry Styles and Florence Pugh in a film because you know that it's going to sell the film. But you're not Harry Styles. You're not Florence Pugh. You're not Dwayne Johnson. You are you. Mm. And that's okay. Like, you are the only you out there. You are the only brand that is you specifically. So just because you're not getting hired for the massive things doesn't mean that you can't start your social media journey now and start aiming at those kind of stepping stone roles of independent films once you have a little bit of an audience. This is the thing, you know, the difference between... It's like the difference between an agent and an actor is that an agent has contacts. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying that there aren't other differences. Other, other differences. But from a, I suppose, from an acting standpoint, you know, if you have the contacts, most of the time people are going to want to cut out the middleman, right? And go, if a casting director knows you and knows that you're a brilliant actor and they don't have to go through 50 different agencies to try and find the right actor for the role, mm. they're probably just going to come straight to you yeah. if you know them. Yeah. Now that's, probably quite unlikely to be fair i mean we do see this happening a lot again in the independent filmmaking world Uh, at that kind of level it does happen a lot um and again you know we've been talking a lot about building an audience in order to get cast in these projects but that's that's just one way to do it and this is the thing with social media for actors you have so many options so many choices on what you can do with your content with the way you approach social media and another way you can go about it is not necessarily with the intent of building an audience. And for a lot of actors, this is probably the way you're going to choose because you know it can be uncomfortable sometimes doing trends and that sort of thing. And again, it is your choice. You don't have to go down the building an audience route. What you can do instead is go into it solely with the intent of building connections and building your network. And this is another great way of building that know, like, and trust and getting cast on that is through the content that you're posting. Exactly. It, it's so beneficial to have new things going out. It's like on um, like IMDb. The more you post or the kind of more you switch things up on there, mm. the more likely you are to sort of drop on the yeah. star meter. And I mean, it, you know what? Let's, let's sort of talk about it for what it is. It sucks that we have to go to all these lengths to get ourselves seen as actors. Because in an ideal world... We'd show up in the audition room and there'd be no sort of other Mm. aspects apart from the talent. But 
we are in such an oversaturated industry that it would be impossible to choose between who's the most talented because everyone has different nuances and talents in different ways. And that is why people don't just look at talent. It, it's it's about social media. It's about their, their sort of audience and so many other aspects, unique selling points to them. Yeah, 100%. And, and again, you know, what we mentioned at the start of this particular episode is that you can start to, you know, conversations on social platforms. Mm. You can have that human-to-human interaction. And again, the reach of social media is unlimited. It is free. And you can choose whichever side of this argument you want to be on. But from our standpoint, absolutely get yourself on social media. And this is the thing, you know, a lot of people will say, it's not professional to network with people on social media. Professional is based on the profession you are in, right? If you're a doctor, your professional is going to be very different to if you are, I don't know, a marine biologist. Very true. Right? As it's going to be different to a school teacher, as it's going to be different to an actor. We are in a really weird profession. True. We sometimes sit there on a Monday morning filming, you know, a scene where we're hating fake blood, you know, crying that a werewolf's just eaten our, you know... (laughs) great grandmother or something it's a weird job to be in yeah i don't really know where that came from can safely say i've never cried as a character covered in fake blood about a werewolf eating my great grandmother give it time give it time you know (laughs) indie filmmaking people this is the thing you know it is a weird job and it's a different profession and professional again is based on your profession so there are going to be you know and and let's be fair for anyone who has ever been on set and perhaps we've been on different sets, but I, I've noticed a trend. Actors are flirty, are they not? It oh. depends what set you're on, but generally speaking, you build, I say flirty, but you build connections quickly, yeah. right? It's a quick-paced industry. You have to build mm. connections quickly because you're being quite vulnerable. Oh, yeah, Regardless yeah. of what role you're playing, yeah. you're opening yourself up to potential criticism. So you do build connections quickly. And that is okay if you're reflecting that in social media too. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And again, this is your decision to make. You get to choose your brand, what you're posting, how you want to be seen uh, as an actor on social media. So you don't have to conform to the norms if you don't want to. In fact, you probably shouldn't. You should just do your own thing because that's how you stand out. And the more truthful you are to yourself on social media, the better. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Wonderful. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode about social media for actors we'll see you next time have a good one see you soon bye